0: Welcome to As You Were, a podcast about Alkaline Trio, where every week we talk about one Alkaline Trio song. This week, it's The Poison.
1: The Poison. I could have rooftoped you in London. What does that mean? (laughs) All right, so behind the scenes... Over here at As You Were, a podcast about Alkaline Trio. Welcome. I'm Tim Crisp. I'm the host of As You Were, a podcast about Alkaline Trio. I'm sitting here with my co-host... Woo, baby! David Anthony. Uh, we took a little bit of time in uh, getting prepared for this latest edition of the podcast, mm-hmm. and I went, uh, went on the internet, and I said, oh, yeah, let me, like, let me look at the lyrics real quick before we start talking. Now... You'll find the right lyrics, but the wrong lyrics will come to you first if you use the Google search engine, which tells you that the chorus to this song, "The Poison" by Alkaline Trio, but I could have roof-topped you in London. You're just the same as one in Brooklyn.
0: I don't understand what that means. I uh,
1: looked. I checked up the internet. I said, "Hey, hey, what do, what do the kids mean when they say roof-topped?" roof-topped. Yeah. No, nobody says roof-topped.
0: Yeah, I read that as like uh when when you shit in the tank of someone's toilet an uh-huh. upper decker I thought that's what that would mean. I don't know why that's the image that came to me. But oh, it's it also- when
1: you take a when it's, it's when you take a dump in someone's chimney. Yes, yes. Or if they live on an alley, you, you go off the roof and then into the <laughs> into alley. the fire escape. Yeah, yes. which is a, it's a great position to put yourself in if you're <laughs> taking a dump is to just you know lean <laughs> lean off of the building that yeah, you're standing upon. Yeah, you have to have
0: a friend there to hold your arms so you can hang over. Uh, hey,
1: and if you don't have a friend that can hold onto your arms while you take a dump off a roof. You got to find a better friend.
0: Maybe this is in the same universe as the later uh, Dan song I Remember a Rooftop where it's just about him pooping off a rooftop. (laughs) Maybe more of his songs A Hundred Stories maybe that's poop falling down. We don't know. We're here to dig into it. Maybe
1: throw lit cigarettes down. Mm, She took him to the roof. There's so many options. Hey welcome to as you were a podcast about alkaline trio we are super excited and humbled by the support that we've been getting uh over at patreon yeah patreon.com slash as you were uh you know people pledging to help us do this podcast it's fucking it's great yeah Yeah. thank you guys so much let us know what you thought of uh the bonus app and for those of you out there who who didn't subscribe we you know hope you enjoyed the yeah very very long but also like that was fucking fun oh it was so much fun i mean
0: it's uh it really put into perspective how much time people who do real long podcasts spend talking. Yeah. Because that, by the end of it, I was like, I felt like it drained. It's like I ran a marathon. We went out and just like shoved
1: burritos in our face. And, and sat I'm, silently. But also like that was a fun opportunity for us to just kind of do something that I think I'm, I'm finding more and more that if I give myself an excuse to like, go real hard yeah. on one thing in particular. Like I, I listened to so many records from 1998 that I wouldn't have listened to otherwise. Totally. And it was just like, yo, great. I want more. Yeah.
0: And I, I that was really fun. And obviously it pulls a little bit uh, from a podcast called ax to grind, which clearly we are fans of. If you've been listening to this thing, big shouts to those dudes for doing what is probably my favorite podcast to listen to right now. Um, so, uh, Tim's pointing at himself. I don't know. This. T- Tim is a podcast. I was a rooftop. Oh, okay, great. Uh, I was a podcast. I was a podcast making out, uh, but, but yeah, so thank you for doing that. We're going to do a bunch more of those focusing on the years when alkaline tree released stuff. And who knows? Maybe if you guys like it, we'll do more that is unrelated to that. Uh, so
1: yeah. Uh, thank you all so much. Yeah. Super fun. So, uh, patreon.com slash, as you were. Uh if you want to go ahead and and uh, throw a few dollars our way each month to help us to continue to the podcast. Super appreciated. Super appreciated. There you go.
0: And follow us on Twitter at as you were pod. Let us know what you're thinking of stuff. If you're having a random thought about an El Trio song, hit us up. Guess what? We're always having random thoughts about Alkaline Trio. It's most of my life at this point. Um, And if you know what rooftoping means or if you have a theory, please let us know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How about that? Hashtag uh, Rooftopped. Yeah. Let us know. So we are here to discuss an Alkaline Trio song this week. Mm -hmm. The Poison. The Poison. The second song off of Crimson.
0: Why was it not just called Poison? You know what? Because saying the poison at the intro of this felt real weird. There's like, <laughs> like I've never said that before. The poison. I like, feel like
1: adding the in front of something is the best way to like kind of undercut it. Like if you're just like, yeah. you see a band, you see a band that's just like a one word, and you're just like, yeah, I'm not really too into the poison. Yeah, yeah, or the Ramones. <laughs>
0: you yeah. um, know. But second song on Crimson released in 2005. Crimson is a record we've only kind of briefly touched on. Uh, lots of... I have so many thoughts and feelings about this record. Seemingly all contradictory from one another. And it's interesting none more in than that song. way, right? Yeah.
1: And yeah, because I what I think the narrative with Crimson is that it's a point where a lot of people just said, okay, this is where I'm checking out about Alkaline Trio. Yeah. Myself included. And I have to tell you that one of the biggest derisions of this record is the sequencing of it <sighs> yeah. is so bizarre. I've harped on it for years. This coming in at the second track, it's got a weird intro a re- and that like weird guitar line on top of it. That
0: guitar line hurts my ears. That's going to sound harsh, but it just doesn't really make any sense to me.
1: It's a very the whole intro to the song feels a little a little strange. And we'll we'll get into like the minutia of it, but it's one of it's a, it's a song that kind of comes in, it's you know, really strange, a little uh abrasive and it's over within 2 minutes and then you have the song Burn come right after it which is for me I've never come around to that song. I'm a fan, but and I'm not really here to get into why I don't like that song, but to you know, to put it into just the terms of like you got time to waste and then you've got this weird song and then you got another weird song and then the record kind of picks up steam and it starts to make a little bit of sense but just to say this record is fucking strange from the get-go
0: yeah i mean i think i think the band's always been really good at openers on their records and i think time to waste which we will talk about in another date is no exception uh and really hearing this record for the first time got me stoked and then under the poison kicked in and i was just kind of like
1: ah, um hmm yeah what is I see. this that they're going for here?
0: and especially if like it's like that main riff is like it's it was written in a minor and then they shifted it to a major key yeah um because it, it just it sits really awkwardly against everything and then yeah like tim said if you are not into burn when that song kicks in the, crimson makes it a little hard to get past that first kind of you know 15 percent
1: yeah Definitely, and I mean, even, you, should we talk about, like, the, the, the sequence theory that we have here, or should we or should we get into the minutiae
0: of the track a little Let's bit? Let's get into the minutiae of the track. Let's save the sequencing for a later date, because I've got an idea for a thing we, an exercise we should do uh-huh. next time we get a,
1: all right, one of these. So, you know, we... we after kind of like a weird intro section, I think that the verse kind of like picks up really nicely. Like the yeah. song, like once you get out of there, it's like, oh, okay. Like this makes sense. The pace of it is, you know, real quick. Yeah, and totally. I like that. And I like that, you know, Dan doesn't write a lot of fast
0: songs. Oh, I mean, I think it's probably his shortest song recorded for this band. I can't think of another one. His shortest. Yeah, his yeah, shortest. Most definitely. Not the definitely. shortest Oakland Trier song, but like... Yeah, it's barely 2 minutes and we listen to the demo version that's on the Crimson Deluxe and it's like a full 30 seconds shorter. It's like under a minute 40 because they don't double the chorus at the end and it's just like
1: and there's no there's none of that call and response with uh with, with Matt, Matt which, which I
0: really like.
1: I really like. And I li- I like the the chorus of the song. Love it. Except for that last line. The
0: aye 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 stuff. I was
1: I was getting a little Rose on you. Um, it's it's interesting, I guess, that there's there are really good parts to this song, I think, and then there's parts that are just like utterly confusing. It's like
0: two songs kind of pushed together, Um not in a way where it's like one thing happens and then another thing, but like the verse in like main riff kind of fit the chorus. And that is like its own kind of standalone thing. And then the yeah I, I, e, I, I, e, at times, et cetera, is like more tied to the intro and the chorus itself, I think is great. I think it's, it's awesome. I think that chorus in a slightly different context with a different lead line and some different trappings could have been a really strong single from this record. Yeah. Um, but as it stands, like you said, it's really confusing. It's not bad. I just uh, my feeling on the song has probably shifted back and forth between liking it and disliking it the most of any song in the Alkaline Trio's
1: uh, songbook. Well, me. I find that interesting because I think like I'm at the point where it's you know I guess I don't really have too hard of an opinion on it. You know, at this point, I I, I view it as a song that just like well shouldn't be the second track on your record. There's you know, parts that I like and then there's a few parts that I like really dislike.
0: Yeah, yeah. I that's exactly how I feel. Like I think the, the there are times because the chorus is strong and I like the call and response thing, because mm-hmm. I always love when Matt and Dan sing against each other. I, I think it's one of the best things they do. The songs where they do it are some of my favorites. Um and I think there's a better example of that on this record. But, you know, the first time I heard it, I was very like, no, 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 no. And I think that might have been what gave me some affection for Burn, because I really like that chorus, and I really like uh, Matt's phrasing and melodies. But the issue with both of them, I think, is effects-driven. Like, the guitar riff and Burn turns a lot of people off with that, you know, thing. and
1: also, I think something that I caught really quickly is the effects on Dan's voice on this record and this song and hearing it just being like, yo, Dan's got a great voice. You don't need to do this, Dan. And I, I just felt like it was, this was, I think an example of Dan kind of like embracing like Matt's influence of like how the, the tone of this band is going to be. And it's like, you know, Dan's got like a, really like warm and sultry voice and so yeah like let's let's distort it a little bit because then it aligns a little bit more with like the darkness that's uh that we're trying to portray here and i think that this the presentation of this song is also like all right well like we're gonna get something that's like kind of acerbic and weird ugly yeah but the the chorus of it like the words that are going on there like Those are really nice and, like, pretty. And you kind of get a perspective of, like, all right, like, here's somebody who's finding out that, like, you know, being in a touring band and, like, being a successful touring band, it's not changing things for you. Yep. But that doesn't really fall in line with, like, what's going on musically here.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think... You know there are moments where they try stuff that I think is them kind of stepping outside and maybe trying to write something that is you know out more of a minor key type of thing and I think maybe that's what this song needed a little more I think this song could have used you know this is me like armchair quarterbacking this song as a writer but like if you're already gonna commit to it being a short song make it even shorter just like will whip through those verses real quick. yeah, speed it up a little bit, keep that chorus like slow it down and come back in it'll be in and out and it'll be like a minute 15. but the, it feels like they you know with the doubled chorus at the end though I like it, listening to the demo, it's clear like all right, we need to make this more of a song. like it seems like they were just trying to be like there's a nugget of an idea here. there's yeah. certain things we like about it. Maybe it's not congealing. Let's try and let's stretch it. Let's try and do this. It, it doesn't feel natural to well, me.
1: One of the things that I think is really interesting about Crimson, and I think it's one of the reasons that I really came back and uh, and learned to appreciate it a lot more, is that this is a record where a ton of ideas are happening. There yeah. is a lot of thought, I think, that's going into like, let's make something that's a little bit different from what we've done before totally and I think one of the things that is kind of fun to arm chair quarterback with crimson is to think about like you know what if more what if crimson sounded more like time to waste what yeah. if crimson sounded more like uh mercy me what if crimson sounded you know thinking about it in terms of like what if this was a record where the Bruce Springsteen model of darkness on the edge of town was taken into a, into account well what Bruce did during that time was he went in the studio and recorded 70 songs yeah yeah and then picked from those in order to put together a record that says a very very distinct pointed singular thing
0: yeah in 10 songs and also is my favorite record of his You know, absolutely. So, like, I do think it's interesting you bring that up because I don't know if they've ever been prolific in that way, though I would say this is the record where they were the most prolific. There's a lot of B-sides, a lot of stuff that ends up on Remains that is pulled from these sessions in this era, a lot of which I like, a, a pretty fair deal. Again, it's kind of all over the place. I think this is a record, like you said, let's say they wrote 20 songs mm. and they put, I think the record's 13 songs. Yeah. Uh, which is too many. Yes. Um, if, had they written 30, had they written 40, there's a really cohesive version of this. That's part of why, you know, I don't dislike Burn because to me it feels apart with time to waste. It feels apart with some of these things so that it, it it serves a function in a way I like even though it has elements I dislike. Whereas a song like The Poison, it's like, how about you put in We Can Never Break Up? Yeah. Um, which, well, no, I'm going to save this for that song. We'll get there.
1: We'll get there. I've got a nugget for you guys. It's going to blow your minds. I just think it, it, it's, it's an interesting, pl- you know, it's interesting to consider because if I, if I'm the one that's like looking at, all right, like recording sessions, like what are we doing with The Poison? I'm thinking, yo, throw that on a B-side of a single. Yeah. Because people are going to be like, oh, damn, I've like never heard a trio song like from that. Dan that sounds like that. Yeah. It's and wild. It's imperfect. And at the time, they were releasing a
0: lot of the seven-inch singles. They did one for Time to Waste. They did a couple for Mercy Me. I think they did one for Burn, or maybe it was two for Burn, one for Mercy Me. Whatever. There were a bunch. The point I'm getting at is like yeah, if this was a B-side to the Mercy Me single, I don't know if I would bat an eye at it as much. I would be like this is weird, it's kind of cool, but you know, it, it makes more
1: sense as a B-side. Yeah, because uh, then when you when you hear it you're just like, yo, have you heard this one? Like it's it's kind of weird. It's yeah, kind of different.
0: And and that's what I think I think that's what made them such an interesting band early on we've talked about it, is like they were good at comp tracks, they were good at B-sides, they were good at doing weird stuff that like didn't make sense in the context of a record like if i'm being real like a song like cooking wine would not make sense on a goddammit it or really any lp but it makes perfect sense where it's at and um, you know i think the poison though not nearly as good as cooking wine it could have I benefited mean, yeah. from a space like that you know because it w- with its short length had they not kind of tried to put more into it had maybe like instead of doubling the chorus just made the second chorus the sing-songy one in and out in a minute 40 you might have a pretty cool song yeah totally. so go back in time alkaline trio take our suggestions let us know how it comes out
1: yeah we are we are stoked to hear from you once again you know we're on twitter at as you were pod and as you were podcast at gmail.com like whatever form of communication is easiest for you is easiest for us yes david what do you rate this song I know I do a lot of qualifying of
0: ratings and I'm kind of shooting from the hip here. I'm going to give it two
1: rooftops out of 5. Maybe you, that's a balcony, I don't know. Uh, you know what? I I think I I think that I give it a 3 out of 5. To I, be honest, just because I like I in a, in a vacuum, like this song anywhere other than the second track on your on your LP is yeah. is is a cool song to have.
0: Yes. I agree. Like that was my that was my debate, right? Like I was about to go higher.
1: Uh-huh. But it's
0: not a standalone track in that way and it is the second song on the LP. So it was the weird like do I like it as the function it serves or do I like it as what it is? And those two things are a little opposed. It's not a bad song, but it's just not one I'm throwing on to like revisit all that much.
1: Yeah same i think that uh, i think a good amount of my uh listening to crimson involves skipping tracks two and three and then going home makes sense so hey if you like what we're doing here subscribe to it on apple Podcasts, stitcher patreon it's patreon.com slash as you were we got it swag we got bonus content we got all sorts of uh, stuff available for you there uh you know we appreciate anything that you're that you're able to give and you know if you're not we still appreciate you we still Still love love you you. it's been it's been so fun it's been so fun hearing from you and you know even even the the parts where you're mad at us it's still nice to talk it's still nice to be like hey I'm just glad you're fucking listening. I'm glad you're talking about it. Honestly, yeah. The fact that you would give it the time of day uh, means a lot. Yeah. So we, and we do it and we do it because we like spending time together and, you know, we like being able to, to spend time with this band. And it's it's something that it just it just makes us feel good, and in a world like this, like feeling good is is fucking important. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you got to
0: find the pockets of joy, my friends.
1: Yep, and we're we're glad to be doing this, and we're glad to be doing this with all of you. And we will be back next week. Thanks, boys. Bye. Yes.
0: Nothing can change, but right now I fight with the words. And I.